everybody. It is Dave and Jeff. It is February 6, 2023. All right, Dave, what's the last stupid thing you did? And it was stupid, <laughs> and you absolutely did it 100% on purpose. And I'm going to bring it even further. I'm going to say it's a guy thing, right? Like, as a guy, you did it. Yeah. Rita would have said you're insane. And if given the chance, you do it again. Do you have anything that I comes do, to mind? I, do, I did something on Saturday. It wasn't very smart, I think. What was that? I was uh, I was downtown at uh, at Bub's, okay, by the ballpark. Sure. It was right after Fan Fest. I was out all day because I was coaching a baseball game, but I knew everything was going on. And I just okay. figured it was around 630 at night. Yeah. And I'm thinking everyone's going to settle down. Well, I, honestly, guy, I left the house, took a shower, grabbed a hat, threw on it. It was a Dodger hat. Yeah, you knew what you were doing. 100% though. did not. I was in a hurry. But he was sure. waiting to pick me down there. No, I wouldn't have done. I did trust me. Wouldn't have done that. <laughs> so the guy getting the car with goes, dude, what the fuck? What are you doing? I go, oh, fuck. I go, you want to turn around? And he's like, no, but I'm not fucking fighting with you tonight. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you better fucking fight, <laughs> fight with me. My wife's going to be really mad if I get beat up. And so, uh, so I go to the bar and I order a beer Yeah, and I just said, Hey, you know, a a beer in a bottle. And the girl next to me is wearing a Musgrove Jersey and her boyfriend's wearing a Machado Jersey. Okay. And I just small talk. This is the dumb part. How do you think the pods are going to do this year? And that girl looked at me and she just straight out death eyes. What do you fucking care? Yeah. And then I was like, hey, you know, why do you got to come in hot? You yeah, know? Well, yeah. What's and, her problem? And her boyfriend, without missing a beat, that's fucking Diablo. He just goes around town pissing people off. Oh, nice. And I was like, no, it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> I yeah. was just small talking it, but it wasn't the smartest move. Yeah. I wasn't even, trying to be a dick in that situation. Yeah, it's not even close. Oh, not even shit. close. Let's Dad. hear it. So, uh, my ex was in Cancun for a week. Yeah. So, I on Facebook for, uh, for a wedding. Yeah. And that meant from last Saturday night until last night, yeah. it was just me and the Jerky Brothers. Yeah. Every day, hanging out every night. So Friday night, we had looked at this, like Wednesday night, we started talking about it. Thursday night, I think, I don't know. But it all came, it all came to a boil on Friday. Okay. And it came down to a boil on Friday. And I said to them, this is 100% me. I can't put any of this off on them. Okay. I said, I wonder if we moved the barbecue and moved some of the furniture in the backyard. I kind of wonder if we could camp out back here. Why would you do that? Right. And the great thing is. (laughs) What are you thinking, dude? Right. It's also wintertime. It's fucking been freezing. And the great thing about my boys are. Yeah. They go, okay. They're like, yeah, let's go. Let's figure it out. Their mom's in Cancun. And she's like, what? I'm like, stop bugging us. We're setting up. We're setting up our camp in La Besa. Yeah. Look at all this room we got back here. Activities. So we start moving things around, bringing blankets out. You guys don't even own sleeping bags, do you? I had one, but it's in storage. We're not going to get that shit. It's fine. We're under shelter. Sure. And, uh. So we start building things. The first thing we do is decide to bring the dog out there. The dog within a minute is like, I'm out of here. Gone. Smarter than all three of you. Yes. As I've been reminded a few times. And then we start setting everything up and we're laying down. I've got a fence. We've got a roof. So there's not that much air that can get to us. And shockingly, Friday night was not that cold a night at like 1030. So... 
where it's Jack against the fence. But the thing is, we didn't realize there used to be chicken wire at the bottom of the fence. And I was like, dude, every now and then there's skunks walking through here. We could have a skunk come through. Jack, you're against the fence. I'm in the middle. Cade's on the inside. What time of the night is this? Uh, this is 1130 Friday okay. night. How cold is it outside? At that point, Dave, it wasn't bad. Sir, was it colder than it is right now when you uh, just walked in here? No. Okay, it's pretty fucking cold right now. Right. Okay. So we're talking everything, and we're like, absolutely like Step Brothers, our favorite movie. Hey, this ain't bad. This is pretty cool. How many blankets do you have? Uh, well, we brought about nine out there, and the accusation was that they each got one, and I took seven. <laughs> I'm sure. sure. I don't feel like that was fair, but that's what I was told. Vita's pissed because she had to watch all these blankets. Yeah, of course. And so I'm like, damn, this is great. This is really nice. What was the best? Hold on. At that moment, what was the best part? Looking at the stars? Yeah, planes, because we're in the, we're right in the uh, line of planes. Okay. So planes are still coming in. We could check that out. It's super mellow, right? Every now and then you could hear like a siren. You could hear dogs, and I'm like, do you guys hear any of this at night? They're like, no, nah, window's always closed. And they're having fun. Okay. They're not, like, looking to get out. And uh, next thing you know, I'm out cold. Okay. 45 minutes later, I felt like it was six hours later. We looked at the clock. 45 minutes later. Oh, fuck. Everybody say no fuck? No. They're out cold. Okay. Dave, it's like we fell asleep in the fucking meat locker. I don't know what happened in 45 minutes, but everything in La Mesa changed immediately. I'm like, oh, and the other thing that you forget, well, I forgot, is we put, that uh, doesn't get sun back there, so it's artificial turf. Yeah. Dude, I swear, I thought my hip and my back were broken. <laughs> like, oh, my God, what am I doing? So I wake them up. They're... They were slept out there all night. Yeah. They were fine. So you woke them up to go inside. Yeah, I'm like, okay, bad idea. We got to get the hell out of here. We'll uh, reconvene in July. There's a, no chance you that said, I'm going in and going to leave them outside? No, God, no. I couldn't do that. It was my idea. That's so funny. Somebody else said that to Why me today. She? They're sophomores in high school. They're oh, they would have killed me. I go in, and remember I said the dog? Yeah. I go in, and the dog is on my old bed. Yeah. And he's completely under, like, the biggest flannel blanket, yeah. passed out cold, in the middle of the Cal King Tempur-Pedic bed. <laughs> and I said to my boys, I'm like, look at this asshole. And he's like, that cat, the one cat is just meowing, looking at us out there, like, what the hell is going on? I swear we've laughed about it for three days, though. It was so stupid. Their mom's teasing me about it tonight. And my, my message to everybody is, my kids are sophomores. Your kids grow up so quick, right? Yeah. And it's one thing, ah, you could go to, you know, wherever, pizza or do whatever. Every now and then, just find that one thing. You may not want to do it on a 40-degree night, but they, we talked about it all day yesterday. And we started, well, you know, if we had done this and we had done that, it may have been better. And then 10 minutes would go by. No, it probably wouldn't have been. And then everybody was laughing. But uh, like we always say, nights when you're not making memories are pretty boring. And the night that we all 
We will remember that forever. As stupid as it was, yeah. it was 20 times funnier. Dude, when they your kids tell the story to their kids. Yeah. Grandpa was the dumbest guy on the planet. Oh, yeah. You know what completely. I'm saying? It's going to get worse and worse for you. Oh, yeah. Completely. Yeah. And then. And then you were a puss for going inside. Oh, I'll, I won't deny that either. Yeah. <laughs> I thought hypothermia was kicking in. I was afraid I was losing feeling in my toes. My extremities. Jesus. But David happened one hour. Remember last week I told you? Yeah. Would you watch a movie with Mel Gibson? Yeah. I said, no. We watched it. <laughs> Single-handedly. I'm always fascinated by radio movies. This is the dumbest radio movie. Yeah. It's as dumb as the book you kept talking about for a year. Which one? The one about the pilot who gets the phone call. Oh yeah. That book sucked. Falling. Yeah. PJ Newman. That book was awful. <laughs> uh, Dude, it's so bad. So Mel Gibson yeah. is a talk show host. And of course, he shows up like they always do. Parks in the parking lot is stick around because what it, you know, whatever is Johnny Bananas is next. Like nobody just pulls in as they're introducing the next show. But all yeah. right, it's Hollywood. And uh, he goes in and he's doing the show. And I told you, a guy calls and says, hey, um, going into a house, I'm going to murder somebody tonight. I'm in Pasadena. And the guy's like, well, where are you? I'm at your house. Now, on the premise, you go, that could actually be kind of wild. Like if a guy, talk show host, yeah. takes a call, there's so much that you could have done with that story. None of it they did. The yeah. next thing Mel Gibson is doing, Dave, remember, this is L.A. nighttime drive radio. Get the fuck out of my house. I got a jacket gate. All right, we're done. Yeah. We're done. And then. Uh, <clears throat> What's the name of this movie? On the Line. On the Line. It's, and, it's in theaters now, or is it on Netflix? No, it's just, it was on, it was on Amazon for $4.99. Okay, Jesus. Or I could have bought it for $5.99, which I did at Redbox. Oh, my God. Dave, I said to Jack and Cade, I said, if you look right over there. Your mom and I have a shelf that's full of DVDs. I go, 95% of those, we'll probably never watch again. Yeah, like most people. Right. But I said, this is the first time that I can ever remember buying a movie where I'm like, you just fucking throw that away <laughs> right now. It was the stupidest movie, like so bad. Uh, and it turned out that it was all a prank that he had hired a YouTube guy to do a prank, the whole thing. But all the time when they're on the air, it's fuck this and fuck that. Oh, yeah. And you're Do like, oh, okay. Doesn't work that way. Doesn't quite work that <laughs> way. No. Clint August isn't saying fuck that. Yeah, you can't cuss on there. Come on. No, he's not saying that at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. So for anybody. What did the reviews say when you before you bought this dumb movie? Did you read the reviews? Well, I looked at it. I was going to watch anything <laughs> radio-wise. Yeah. I looked at it, and I swear, I thought everybody gave it on a scale of 1 to 10. I thought the majority came in at 4, 5, and 6. But I feel like the majority gave it a 6. Okay. Then uh, my son went and looked at Rotten Tomatoes, which I had not looked at. I had looked at something else. And the average Rotten Tomatoes score was about a 2. Oh, fuck. And I was like, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. I don't even know if I'd given it a 2. <laughs> so stupid. So, yeah, unfortunately, talk radio with Eric Bogosian's pretty good. It was good. 
Yeah, good. that was pretty good. Yeah. That's probably the closest that I can think of that got it right. That was kind of loosely based on the true story of a guy in Denver, yeah. Alan Berg. Pretty that, similar when you read the his story. Murdered by neo-Nazis yeah. in Denver. But he was, I mean, the thing, man, that's old school when when guys, you just don't have that anymore. We used to have a guy in town, Dave Doshin. Yeah. Dave had a little bit of a lush when he said his name, Dave Doshin. And Dave, years ago, years ago, was the guy that would try to instigate dudes and push buttons. Yeah. yeah. Who's it? Mike Slater? <laughs> right? <laughs> who's DeMaio? Yeah. Okay. Fucking DeMaio can't fight a cold. No. Uh, he's the biggest dipshit in this town. Soft as hell. Sensitive, sensitive uh, he's as He's just hell. a jerk off. He's just an absolute jerk off. What a fucking... Yeah. Biggest, we were so fired up when he was coming to Kogo. God, did he turn out to be a douche? Um, but yeah, I mean, you just don't have that. But if you and and I don't even know if the Bogosian movie, I haven't looked for it forever. But I Al, saw it on cable about a year ago. Was it? It was all right. Alec I mean, Baldwin's pretty good. Baldwin's good. Eric Bogosian's outstanding. Yeah. Um, I mean, remember he? I don't know if you watched, but he was on Law and Order for a while. And, oh yeah. And he's, he's, he, to me, he's one of the most underrated actors succession. of all time. Yeah, Succession. Yeah, he's great. And and that was pretty good. There were parts of it later on. I mean, nobody's going to get it right. My ex is a public defender. And you can't watch shit like Law & Order with her. Yeah, no, you're not going to do that. Uh, you'd run a 611 right there. I'm like, nobody knows what the fuck a 611 is, right? <laughs> no, nobody knows what that is. So, Rita and I watched SWAT. And, yeah. and like you would swear there's no other police force in LA except but SWAT because yeah. they're fucking doing all the detective work. Yeah. I'm like, SWAT doesn't work this way. No. And every every day is always done in one day. Yeah. I'm like, really? They yeah, found everything's the guy done in one day. One day. Right. I'm right. like, really? They found the guy that shot that guy while on their first date, tracked him down in LA with like right. 22 million people in LA County, and they did all the detective work. Well, I guess that's why now like shows like Bosch, they're doing. Uh, which is kind of a cool show, but it's over like 10 episodes. Yeah. It's like one case over 10. Something else came back. They were just doing that instead of doing... Uh, um, Law and Order has three different ones now. They have Three that, or 13? Three, There's about no, 40. No, they have, three, they have the SVU. They have the old school Law and Order cast they used to have are all back. With Haggerty? And so, well, no, she's still on. She's on the like SVU. Her. And then they have the crime crime aspect like the mafia ones yeah and that's one storyline that takes you through an entire season which is my favorite one actually because oh, i yeah. love the mafia yeah shit. but anyway I'm, I'm sitting there and i watch because reed and i don't agree on a lot of shows you know okay so like i'll watch shit and she's like i'm not watching that and then she'll watch like my 600 pound life right. i can't take she, that shit the pimple guy pimple popper gross she, she loves all that stuff what but, happened there but <laughs> but the only thing we agree on is is Law and Order. So yeah. we'll tape three of those, and the only three hours I'll sit there and watch TV with her during the week are those shows. Uh, did you and did you and Vita watch the same shows? We liked, uh, yeah, there were a handful of shows, but it was, I just laughed because, like, Law and Order is fine. Yeah. But, and I told her, my, my ex, not Vita, but a, a girl that I dated when we first started at KFMB, which ironically lived... In La Mesa, like two minutes from my condo. I was driving down there every night from La Costa. Like, yeah. who the hell lives here? And I'm buying a condo five minutes away. But she worked for Scripps. Yeah. And she loved watching ER. Yeah, I was an ER guy. Yeah. Yeah. But it was the same thing. Yeah. 
Oh, you're not going to do a vial of penicillin there. Come on. <laughs> what? I'm like, all right, I'm getting the hell out of here. All right, you come back next week? No, I'm not. Not on Thursday. Not on Thursday. That's right. I'll come back for Seinfeld and Friends, Frasier. But then it was just so funny. And then you just hang out to see, like, when they'd pick everything apart. Yeah. I was like, nobody cares. But then I watched this. Just super- like you just did in radio, though. But the one thing is on that, like, I'm not going to bust you about stupid things that nobody would know, right, that you've done for for the movie. But anybody, anybody yeah. who has a radio knows guys aren't cussing on the air. Exactly. And that's where you're like, okay, that's kind of stupid. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, it's the little jargon and ticky-tack foul that they call on every one of these shows where I'm like, oh, boy. All right, I gotta get the hell out of here. I had uh, had breakfast with a guy today who um, it's been in San Diego forever, and he said to me, "He goes, have you and Jeff thought about going back on the radio?" And I said, "No." I go, "We never yeah. talk. We never talk about it. We left in 2016, uh-huh. and the comedy made him. He goes, "You guys are a lot better than he listens to this show. He goes, okay. you guys are better than so many people on the radio. Would you consider going back on?'" And I said, "Dude, zero interest. Zero. And he goes. Basically, was saying, do you drive around going, I'm better than that guy? No. And I go, I used to. When you and I were in between jobs, I used to go, no. we're better than those guys. Never at all do I think that way now. I was going to, I was asking you the same thing. Like, no. I literally zero desire to do it. And uh, at the same time, I never compare myself to anyone no, or this show to anyone. I like a lot of the shows that are, that's the thing, Dave. I think once you get out and you're like, okay, that was pretty fun. I had this conversation with a friend the other day and but finish your part, and then I'll no, tell you what just I saying, did. No, just saying it's amazing how important that career was and that, yeah, that and how medium it's not was. Anymore. And now, zero. Ne- never think about it. Um, I said, uh, when I went to dinner with Laura Kane the other night, I, I said to her, when we were done in 2016, I pretty much knew that was going to be it. And that was fine with me because got in in 91, left in 2016. So that was 25 years. It's a long career. In my hometown. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is great. And I remember you and I had been to lunch with Josh and he was going back to Alabama. Yeah. And I I don't know if he remembers this, but I said to him, look, at a certain point, like today, you're going to end up in the real world. So for now, every time you walk into that Alabama locker room and you have that opportunity, whether you're getting taped, you're putting a jersey on, you're interacting with Jalen Hurts, who's in the Super Bowl, I said, soak in every moment because it's going to be over really, really quickly. And don't, you know, don't leave any opportunities on the table. And so at that point, it had been about two weeks. And so when we were going in the iHeart building, I made a point to swing by and see Cookie and, and see John Monty and Tori Peck and all those people that, that mattered and really felt like, okay, this is good. I didn't feel like I had anything yeah. left to do. And so on that day when we left, yeah, they came in, uh, Cliff and uh, that dumb fuck Brian Long. <laughs> and, you know, they're going to come in and make their big dramatic speech. And I was like, they had the manila envelopes, the Cobra. And I said, is one of those for me? And they said, yeah. And I thanked them both for the opportunity. And I was in my car before... Before uh, I ever think I had my envelope of mine. I was sitting right next to you, and yeah. you grabbed yours like out of their hand and was in the car. Yeah, gave him my key fab. Yeah. And I was like, I'm out. 
you were so happy it was over. Oh, yeah. Done. Yeah. Done. So, no, not unless it was something amazing, because then I'd have to quit what I have now, yeah. and I love what I have right now. Yeah. So, I know Ernie's thrilled to be there. Yeah. And that's why I said to Laura, I go, fuck, man, when we got in, like, what we had is never coming back. No. When we were at KFMB and and what Star was doing, and we had the opportunity because we were the youngest guys on KFMB. Jesus Christ, I saw Joe Bauer on that Sully show the other day. What a great show. I didn't see it. Oh, fuck. I heard a friend of mine was in the audience, though. Two of my friends were in the audience for that show. Yeah. I asked how Joe was doing. He said, he, I guess he walks around, needs a little bit of help. I love Joe. Yeah. I just, I mean, honestly, this sounds terrible to say, because I do. I, I love Joe. I had no idea he was still alive. That's really nice. Well, I'm being honest with you. I didn't realize we were holding back. <laughs> That's really nice. How old is Joe? 90. Okay, no, so what are you fucking coming for, you asshole? He's probably, goddamn. Joe might be 80. Okay, so that's not shocking that I said I'm surprised he's still alive. Joe might be 80. I mean, fuck. Joe was, Joe seemed older when we were there. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But <laughs> that's what I'm, dude, it wasn't a dick thing what I just said. I was shocked but, he was alive. I mean, fuck, but, I thought he was old. COVID might have got him. I don't know. But we had, we were lucky to be in it when things were really fun. Yeah. And what we had isn't coming back. So there's no really, not that anybody's calling, but we're not sending anything, huh? So, no, it's fun, man. Like, in the morning, I got stern on, but yeah. then I'll, I haven't heard coach in weeks. I'm, I'm out of the, um, because I usually don't go to lunch until uh, coach is over. Yeah. And then I didn't catch coach today. I, and I haven't heard a lot today. of, I haven't heard a lot of Darren recently um, because I'm going out at 2, 2.30. But I think Darren was on vacation because okay. I heard Marty last week. But then in the afternoon, I'm kind of back and forth between uh, Tony and Chris, which is great. Scraby cracks me up because I've known Matt for yep. a long time, like you have. And then uh, and then Jimmy Russell. Um, I don't really know Schaefer, but I, I love Jimmy Russell. I think those dudes have great chemistry. So, yep. no, I... I'm, man, I'm thrilled for the guys that are doing it now. Let them have their time. We get more back into local radio when the Padres season starts. Yeah, and it's funny. There were there were two things that came out of the weekend. Number one, Fan Fest, yeah. you saw, right? Yeah. And, I mean, I, I feel so bad for the pods. I really do. I feel bad for the pods because I thought Eric was really good, Eric Gruppner in the paper, because immediately you see people – you know, I went down there with I my saw a kids. Lot of people and, you know, what the fuck do you think was going to happen? Did you think you were going to get a private party with Tatis? But I also understand, and I'm sure the Padres understand it better than anybody, sitting in line for three hours to get an autograph from Phil, and I don't want to be disrespectful yeah. to any player, but any player not named Manny, Fernando, Fernando Xander, or Juan Soto. Uh, you Darvish, right? Yeah. It's probably a little tough. But if you're the pods, what's the alternative, Dave? Are you going to charge to get in? Now, all of a sudden, you're going to piss people off. Are you going to limit how many people you get in? Well, then how do you determine that? Is it season ticket holders? Well, then what about the everyday people? Do you open it for everybody? Then you're going to hear from season ticket holders. Are you going to do blocks of... You know, nine to one. No, it's not uh, fair to the players. Right. How are you going to gauge that? So, you can't ask the players to do that. It's, it's, you need to stay for all the blocks. And I said to Ernie today, because Ernie went down. Did he go? He went. 
He found parking, but then they were like, hey, you know, he said the line was crazy long to get in. And he goes, you know what, Jeff? I go, oh, wow. And he goes, you know what, man? We've waited 25 years to have this much interest in this team. Yeah. He's like, 25 years. That's right. Because 10, 15 years ago, FanFest would have been you, know, you, me, and seven other exactly people. Exactly right. He's like, if that's the price to have this team be what it is, he goes, I'm fine. I miss FanFest. No. So he didn't go in? He didn't go in. Okay. When I was driving to, um, I was driving Saturday morning to Mission Bay High School. So mm -hmm. I had to drive by Petco Park and all the exits. Yeah. Every exit was backed all the way up. Oh, my God. At what time? Dude, it was insane. Um, Season ticket holders were on social media at 8 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. 8.30 to 9.30 in the morning. Um, wow. And it was, like, dangerous. Like, you're driving down the freeway, all of a sudden, cars at a dead stop. You know, yeah. and you're like, holy fuck. Because you're not, you're not expecting that. Now, I, I told the guy I was with that I was, I was, he was driving. And I was telling him, yeah. hey, dude, be careful over here. And he, he just moved all the way to the left. But if he didn't know. Yeah. Honest to God, we probably would have slammed into someone going 60-something miles an hour. Yeah. Did you but see the picture? They were all like that. Every exit was like that. I go, this is fan fest, man. This is nuts. Wow. Yeah. You saw people, like I said, 90 minutes to park. I mean, that picture, uh, I talked to Mud for a minute tonight. I meant to bring this up to him. But um, the picture that Jesse Agler took yeah. from the stage when Mud singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Yeah. Yeah, they tried to claim there are 40,000 people. 48,000 is what the paper said. Uh, uh, come on. that. Are you saying the paper's lying? Yeah. Oh, shit. I just said it. <laughs> I, I don't know, man, but it looked like every one of the 48,000 was jammed back there at Gallagher Square. Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah. Incredible. And uh, then you see the other people. Oh, nobody's masked up. Shut up. <laughs> Stay home, you asshole. Yeah, I mean it wasn't uh it wasn't for me. Yeah. But I I thought the point Ernie made to me today was spot on, Dave. It's what people have waited for for yeah. 25 years. And from what I saw from Laura, from Lauren, um from Eric, I didn't see Erica posting pictures. I didn't see anything from her. Down I know she went. Did she go? But I saw other people posting pictures. It seemed like everybody that went in was having a great time and just was waiting to wait and, and hanging out with their buddies and having fun and celebrating Padre baseball, man. It's pretty cool. All I saw was, you know, obviously the complaints. And so you never know what is a parent, what you're promising your kid to go. Yeah. Hey, we're going to go down there. We're going to get Tatis's autograph. You don't know what the hell they say. No. Maybe that's why the complaints were there. Again, I, I'm with Ernie. You waited 25 years. It's yeah. going to be an incredible season. This was basically day one of getting close to your favorite players. And if you didn't get it close enough, I'm sorry it didn't work out for you. For the Padres, they can apologize all they want. Dude, inside, they got to be on cloud nine. Right. Going, no. fuck yeah. Look at the interest of our organization. And here we come. Yeah. And the other thing that uh, we laughed about, and it was talked about today, is Fernando was treated like a rock star. Yeah. 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 Told it. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> I told no right, man. Yeah. Time heals all wounds. Fuck, dude, open it. it, it um, when he gets introduced on his first game back. Yeah. And he's he's eligible to come back on April 20th. I think they're on the road they on are. April 20th in Arizona or something. Yeah. That they, um, when he road comes trip, back. Road trip, baby. Let's go, Dave. People will. People here will. Oh, yeah. And he's going to get a giant ovation. There's not going to be, I don't think, enough booze that you'll even notice. You know, I think that's across sports, though. We've talked about that, right? I remember we brought this up with Pete Rose. Yeah. That if Pete years ago 
would have just bit the bullet yeah. and apologized and said, you know what? Yeah. I screwed up and I regret everything I did. And if you read the article that Fernando, uh, that Kevin AC and Annie wrote in the UT, it was a week ago yesterday. I'm just saying from a fan standpoint, he said everything you wanted him to say, which was he took responsibility for the decisions he made. He took responsibility for letting down his teammates, letting down the community. And he talked about what it was like to be there on his couch watching his team celebrate. Yeah. And the pain and the stab and and all of that. And so, you know, you look at it, he he absolutely showed remorse. Yeah. Well, at least he said all the right things. Right. And he apologized for it. And he's going to miss the World Baseball Classic, which, you know, kills him as well. Right. Huge stage. And, you know, yesterday when they're showing um, him signing that kid's thigh and you text me, is he signing it with his needle? I didn't think that. You didn't need to write that, Dave. Dave didn't write that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, um, but I think that's the one thing, right? Yeah. I think we look at it as a parent, Dave. You probably look at it as a coach. It's everybody's own decision how you handle it. But I think most people would look at it and go, he was already beloved here. Yes, he was. And he blew it. He's admitted it. And now you go, I mean, we get it at work. People make mistakes. and Of course. It's human. And people say, own it, learn from it, and let's go. But you know, he's, he's going to hear it on the road. He was already heckled on the road. Yeah. Th- but the difference was different. he was in the infield. Yeah. You're right. This is different. It's, it's weird how things go around. Because honestly, when Barry Bonds went through his whole deal, mm-hmm. and Barry Bonds was never found guilty. We just all believe he was using something. Yeah. Nobody was worse to Barry Bonds than San Diego Padre fans. Oh, right. You know, I mean, and you know who else was really bad? Ted Leitner was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Get him in here. Yeah. Let's talk about his big head. Let's go ahead. I mean, nonstop. But remember they threw the giant syringes at fucking uh, Barry. I mean, Petco Park was brutal to Barry. Not saying he didn't deserve it, but nobody was worse. Nobody was worse than uh, Petco Park. Dodger Stadium was bad, too. Josh oh, and I that, yeah. sat out there in left field. We heard some stuff. There was a lot. New yeah. York, the Mets. But, exactly. But now but you, you have Padre, one of your guys. We absolutely held our own. Yes, in that, they sure did. In that showing of disrespect. I don't and know if he, we were number one, but we were definitely in metal contention. Yeah. <laughs> and the deal is you have a, a team that's really good. So guess yeah. what? The rest of the country is going to be rooting against the Padres. Yeah. And you go, that's because you're one of the teams that's picked to go ahead and win the World Series this year. So when he takes heat, a lot of that's going to be because the team is really fucking good and really exciting. And that's the way you try and get into another player's head. Uh, I'll tell you this, and I, people don't want to hear it, but I'm telling you, if you're looking at it from a business standpoint, I don't know that I signed Manny to an extension right now. It's The whole thing is is really interesting. If you look, if you look yeah. really big picture at yeah. all of baseball, right? And yeah, with I'm, your team, I'm with you on this. By the way, I, uh, I, I, I'm and here, go ahead. I want to hear what you say first, and I'll tell you what I think. I'll, I'm going to say this, and I'm I'm looking at it from a baseball perspective. Yeah. Now, if they win everything, so what in, in 23? I still that uh, becomes a little bit more challenging. But as we stand today, yeah, this idea that you have to be all in on extending Manny tonight. No, you don't. No. No, you don't, because you already have uh, pieces in place. Yeah. And there's a couple of different things that happen that I look at, and I I don't know if they're having this discussion or not. I have no idea. But if Manny were to opt out and move on, 
Yeah. Right. And Bogarts moves to third and Fernando comes back to short and, and Kim is at second and Cronenworth is at first. I don't know how much you drop off. You lose the leadership. You lose some offensive numbers, of course. But the thing to me, Dave, is when you look at different major league, supposedly insiders. Yeah. That start talking about when Shohei Otani hits the free agent market. And again, a lot of what I'm saying is based on Otani hitting the free agent market. When you look at the money that the Padres have, if Manny were to opt out at 30, uh, Darvish, you figure something may happen. So let's just take Snell at 18. Now you're at 48. Pomeranz is another 10. Now you're at 58. And then let's just throw uh, Josh Hader in there at 15. Uh, what's that put you at? 73? Yeah. Now you have $73 million. Your infield's already in place. If you basically say Grisham is there and Soto is there, um, you have $73 million to go out and potentially get another corner outfielder, right? Which yeah. could be whatever. And you have a ton of money that you could take to try to entice Shohei Otani to come here. Now, Otani... Off- yeah. offensively numbers aren't that much different than Manny. He's not going to play third base at the level that Manny did. And I don't, I don't know that Xander Bogarts does, but all of a sudden you've got a guy, a legit guy at the top of your rotation again with Darvish and Musgrove. And all of a sudden you might have you're saying they re-signed Darvish is what you're saying. Yeah. I think Darvish probably comes back. I think you find a way to do it depending on what the numbers are. Um, but even still, even if Darvish goes away and you take that $19 million and go, now you're looking at Otani and Musgrove, and you can go out and fill in some blanks there. But I, I just, this idea that Manny has to be re-signed for another, extended out to his 41 year for a minimum of another 30 a year, uh, I don't know if that's the smartest long-term plan. And then for Manny... There's absolutely no way if I'm Manny, I'm re-upping right now unless they're offering me $40 million a year. Yeah, he's insane if to sit there and say he would do it. You have to go out and see what the market yeah. brings you, you right? You he's earned that. Do. Yeah, and also you, he knows how much money they offered Aaron Judge. Right. He knows they, how Trey much Turner. money they offered Trey Turner. He knows the value isn't 10 years, $300 million anymore. Yeah. Right? Because he's going to go, wait a second, you just offered Trey Turner like $384 million. And, and you just offered Aaron Judge $400 million. And I'm not saying this with anything but love for Manny Machado. I love him. Been amazing since he's been here. One of my favorite guys to watch. But occasionally, there's a time when you look at it and you go, hey, man, this was great. Thank you for what you did. At some point, you'll probably be in the Padres Hall of Fame. Yeah. But we're going to let you go out and play that market a little bit. Because, Manny, unfortunately... We got bigger holes to fill. And uh, I don't disagree with any of that at all. And he, and I know Padre fans will go, but Manny, no, dude, you're paying a guy for what he's going to do, not for what he has done. You've Correct. Already, he's already earned that money for what he's done. Correct. So you're paying for what he's going to do. I'm telling you, you don't want two guys at age 41 sitting Correct. at the end of your bench taking a roster spot. I let I let Bogarts move yeah. to third. I bring Fernando back in. Or you find another shortstop. You never know how you do it, but either way. Yeah. When, when Xander can't play shortstop in but, four years, then maybe he goes over to third. But you never know what the market is. 
Yeah. I mean, there's there's so many different things there. Or you put and, Fernando at third. And here's what I, I, I said about Otani to you a few weeks ago. Otani's not one guy. Right. He's three guys. Otani is worth three players, and that's why he's going to get the crazy money because he can pitch. He's an ace, like you just said. Yep. He can hit. He's one of the best in baseball. And because he plays two positions, he gives you another roster spot for another player. Mm-hmm. He's basically three and one. And you're, you don't get that from any other player in baseball. If you're able to bring Otani, that's big. Forget about it, even all the marketing. I mean, yeah. look at all the guys who were at FanFest the other day wearing Padre jerseys. Yeah. That's a shitload of money, dude. That's How a many Otani jerseys are you selling? Fuck, man. Not that you're not selling yeah. Manny jerseys. But you can always but, sell more. Right. You, guess what? If you have a Manny jersey, you already have a Manny jersey. Yeah. You get Otani, you're starting from, from basically scratch, and you're, right. and you're making even more money. But, but, you're, but when you're bringing in the, the Japanese element into it, that is huge, man. I'm, I'm, I hate to be the one to tell you this because you don't want to hear it. Yeah. It's going to upset you. You're going to get mad. And too bad I'm 100% right. <laughs> you're all, so, hang on. Yeah, go ahead. You're all leading with your heart. Yeah, stop. You're leading with your it's heart. Business. And you're like, I can't believe what you're saying about Manny. It's business. Let me tell you this. If the pods offer 10 years, 300 and somebody else offers 10 years, 350, 350. or yeah. 400, yeah. Manny's gone. Yeah, and guess who's going to offer that money? Fucking the Mets. Yeah. Because remember, Correa doesn't play third base for the Mets anymore. Right. Guess what? They've already made it clear. The Mets, the Yankees, and the Cubs have all said they're going after Manny Machado. And I, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if the Giants get into. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, how crazy is that? But that's one. That, that's one. You always say that about the Giants. The Giants never jump into jack shit. The Giants never it. spend money. I don't know why, yeah. but they don't. Yeah. But those three teams I just mentioned, a Chicago team and two New York teams, yeah. these are the big boys. And if and Sado, you send you want to play with the big boys, that's fine too. But all of a sudden there's competition for Manny. And I think what Dave just said cannot be overlooked. I think Dan Lozano, the agent for Manny, is going to look at what was offered to Trey Turner what was offered to Aaron Judge, and say, with all due respect to those two players, look at what my guy has actually done in this community. As a leader, as a player, fuck, practically broke his ankle in Colorado and was back six days later, right? The argument that Manny could make in an arbitration. About 10 days later, but yeah, still. Hey, shut up. (laughs) Uh, the, The argument that Manny could make in an arbitration yeah. hearing, Dave, would be very, very strong for what he has meant to this team. But when you're looking at roster construction, yeah, with the money that's going to become available, with guys that are already there locked up, and the opportunity to use that money as Manny's in his, what, 32 season, uh, you may be better off. It would hurt. I'm not saying it wouldn't hurt. I don't want to see Manny come to town in that Texas Rangers jersey. <laughs> I don't want to see it, but I'm telling you from a business sense, it may make sense. A little okay, bit. if you're Manny, what are you asking for? Oh. I'm asking for the 10 years, 400 million you offer judge. We're the same age. Yeah. I'm asking for the same money. Yeah. Because in the same year that I'm going to ask for that money, Otani's going to get 50 or $60 million a year. So yeah. I'm, I want the four, I want the 10 years, 400 million. That's, my, that's what I'm asking for. Not saying that's what he's going to get, but that's what he's going to ask for. It'd oh. be crazy to ask for another 10-year, $300 million deal. So Manny right now, let me just see. Manny is currently 30, born July 6th. So he'll turn 31 
Yeah. So next year it would be his 32 season. Yeah. Boy, you're gonna put you gonna put 10 years on? No, I wouldn't. But I'm saying what he's gonna ask for. Yeah. He's gonna say you offer the same shit to judge. He's we're the yeah. same age. You kind of you kind of painted yourself back into a corner yeah. with going after it, and maybe they knew it. But now, if you say Manny. Thank you for everything you meant to this team, for what you meant to this community. You'll always be loved here. We wish you the best of luck moving forward. And now you go, okay, just like Profar, yeah. right? A little different in respect for fairness to Manny. But when they opt out and that money goes back into the wallet, yeah, uh, you know Seidler's going to take it and spend it. And you already have that infield built. And now let's just say... Maybe Camposano becomes your guy. Maybe he actually legit becomes your number one catcher. Well, he's on a rookie contract, so you're not spending any money there. So now you go, my infield is set and my catcher is set. Yeah. If Grisham is still making whatever he makes in center field, which isn't a ton of money, now all of a sudden you just have all that money we just talked about opened up. And, uh, I mean, let's, let's say Darvish doesn't come back. Then it's Darvish and Snell are 19 and 18. So that's 37. Plus another 30 from Manny is 67. Plus another 10 from Pomeranz is 77. Yeah. Plus the 15. I mean, Dave, you're at $92 million that you can go out and spend, right? And go, I mean, now you're going after everybody. Here's You know who the guy I want to see them bring back in a few years? Hang on, let me think about that. Okay. The guy I want to see it back in a Padre uniform. Uh, let me think about that. It's not Joe Ross. It's, uh, I don't know who. I want to see uh, Max Fried come back. Oh, interesting. I want to see Max Fried. Yeah. A- and Max Fried, again, 2012 was the seventh overall pick in the draft. One of the best lefties in all of baseball. Right. The Braves completely just fucked him in arbitration. Oh, yeah. He's super pissed. He's making $13 million as one of the top pitchers in baseball. Won a World Series. He's their guy. And they're giving everyone else these giant contracts. And Max Fried's like, dude, I'm, I'm not going to get my value here in Atlanta. Yeah. He's a Southern California guy. Doesn't hide the fact that he's a Southern California guy. I'd love to see Max Fried come back. He's a free agent after the 24 season, right after the same year that Soto's a free agent. Okay. So, by the way, when we talk about there might be another shortstop, if you move Bogarts over to third, this is the time. Let's see what Jackson Merrill does. It might be. <coughs> you know? Could be. I, I, I'm a, I don't know about you. I mean, you used to love the minor leagues, more... but I'm so burnt out of, of them just trading, of having a minor league just to trade guys away for talent. I'd love to see them have a, a homegrown guy. Kind of feels like he's more like two years out. He's Well, that, that's the thing. He's, he's 19 years old. Yeah. Okay. So you go, all right, here's a 19-year-old kid. This guy's their number one prospect. He's in the top 100. But, yeah, he's coming, too. When Xander can't play short anymore, all of a sudden, maybe Jackson Merrill's your guy. Yeah. It's uh, Anyway, so I would love to see Max Freed come back, you know, bring Max home, the whole deal. But, uh, but again, you don't know if between the Dodgers, the Angels, and the, the Padres. I think he ends up putting the Southern California team. But I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not locking Manny up right now. No. Do you think, okay, be honest with me, uh-huh. with your brain, not your heart. Soto, does he resign? No. I agree. No, I don't. I think and he's preparing everybody as well. And when he says, I'm. Yeah, here. I mean, it's. He hasn't I hit mean, in I the get, fact he's an East Coast guy. He's always talks about the Mets. 
I get from a media standpoint, you have to ask the question, yep. but what do you really genuinely expect Juan Soto to say today exactly. with two years left on the deal? Uh, and I mean, let's see what we get this year. I think we all have a very good idea of the player he is. Unfortunately, yeah. that's not who he was when he got here. And we sure hope we see Juan Soto from the Nationals more than we've seen Juan Soto exactly. from the Padres, which I think is a pretty safe bet. But if for any reason he kind of struggles uh, again and doesn't really have everything clicking yeah, like he struggled with here last year and again, I don't know how realistic that is. I think we he goes back to being the player he's been. He's just naturally gifted. But if he doesn't, then it changes everything. But yeah, Soto's not signing anything today. Well, Scott Boris isn't letting yeah. him do it after the year he just had. No. He's waiting for him to come out and have a monster year on a team that could be a World Series contender. And that changes everything. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think this is an incredibly fun year to watch Manny. I think Soto will be great. I think Tatis will be fascinating to watch this year. And then putting Bogarts in the middle of that lineup. No, nope, it it's going to be fun. It's going to be really, really fun to watch. It's uh, it's like everybody, somebody knows somebody that's a season ticket holder, right? I mean, yeah, it, it which seems is like great. so many people you know, I'm doing my season ticket holder. It's great. A lot of first time season ticket holders, the whole deal, how excited people are for Padre baseball. It's, well, I, it's nuts. I think, too. I mean, I think we've gotten over it, but, man, there are people that just hang on to it. Oh, you know, you say San Diego's not a sports town. Uh, okay, we hear you. All right? We hear you. Uh, okay. Um, we all get it. We all watched everything that happened in the playoffs. We saw the excitement. I don't remember anybody, right, as I drove around town, there was nobody up on a bridge over the 163 that said, this is not a sports town. <laughs> no. no. God bless Craig Elston, who I love. Known him a long time. But him yelling at us that we have to all go out and support the loyal and, and the the soccers. And no, we don't. We don't. It doesn't, it doesn't mean any disrespect to those guys. Yeah. It doesn't. For all those guys, the Seals, the Gulls, um, the loyal, uh, who are the wave? Rug, are they the rugby team? No, the girls, the wave is the girls uh, soccer team. Yeah, all of that's great. I got, I cut my teeth. The first thing I did was working for the soccer's. Love those guys, but let's stop trying to compare the experience that you have at one of those, which is fun, family friendly, very fan engaged. It's not the same as being at a Padre game. Yeah. It's, it's still a fun night, but it's not the same. So if you want to go out, I went and watched the Gulls play. I've been to two games this year. They're not tough enough. They're they're just not tough enough. They're not good enough. They will be again, but it was fun to go out and yeah. support them. And I'll go out again. I wish that team had, you know, I'm disappointed in the way that Pat Verbeek has built that team because they're not tough. They get pushed around. Yeah. But... But that doesn't mean the entire Gulls experience is bad. Um, soccer's, I, I haven't gone this year. We've gone. But but watching those guys and learning the players on the Loyal or on the Gulls, on the Soccer's, on the Seals, on the Wave, it's not the same experience that you have when you go out and you're seeing Xander Bogarts and on the opposite side you're seeing... 
fill in the blank. Yeah. Right? It's not. So that's fine. And when people say we're not a major league city, it's hard to argue because there are other cities you can go, not just Los Angeles, where if you want to go watch soccer, even in Kansas City, yeah, they've got MLS. Exactly. Or if you want to go to Chicago and watch the NBA, then you can see fun players there. Yeah. So when as big a city as we are. We don't build anything to have teams. Right. It's frustrating. It is that, very frustrating. And that's okay. But the drive isn't far enough where you go. It's not worth going to see hockey at a higher point. That's right. why it's not bad to go to a Ducks game or a Kings game. Yeah. It's not bad to see an LAFC game. There's they're right. the same sports you're telling us to watch with guys playing it at their, their highest point two right. hours away. Right. It's not now, that bad of a deal. Now, if Pat Verbeek starts building the the Ducks to be a good team, and you've got guys like the Gulls had a couple of years ago where it was really fun to go out there because uh, John Gibson was out there, Max Jones was out there, uh, Trevor Zegers was playing there, right? bunch of guys that are now making contributions in the NHL. Man, that was pretty cool because you could get out to a Gulls game for anywhere 30 bucks and watch guys and you knew, hey, these guys are going to be in the NHL right now. I'm not doing it. Well, nobody invited you. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not doing it. I'm not giving you my entertainment dollar to see sports not played at its highest point. What's the last thing you went to other than baseball? In San Diego? Uh, yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I, I, honest to God. And look, I'm a, I'm an alum of San Diego State. They play in the city conference. I'm not going to their games either. Next year would be good. I, I, UCLA? Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm going. Ryan Lindley's offensive coordinator. That's fine. That's fine. How many plays is he playing? He's calling all of them. That's fine. I'm not going to buy a ticket to see a guy call offensive plays. They're going to be a better team next year. Fuck that. Fuck that conference. Fuck that. The whole bullshit. Tired of the basketball team. And I know it's unpopular to say. When you're beating Boise State, I don't give a fuck. I don't even care about college basketball right now. And I was a college basketball fan. Yeah. It it was uh, Michael Wilbon said it perfect today. College basketball has turned into a six-week season. Yes. He's 100% right. Yeah. The Super Bowl takes you to the middle of fucking February. Yep. And then you go into the last two weeks of the regular season for fucking basketball. Yeah. And then you have your tournament. And then yeah. you have the March Madness. And you're done. That's your six weeks of college basketball. I just Right now, it's not a big deal. I'm more excited about spring training than baseball. Yeah. But my entertainment dollar is going to go see. I would go to the LAFC game. I would. Yeah, I'm going. I know you year. are. When you said it, I go 100% want to go. That stadium's great. Yeah. In LA, it's the place to be. My son goes to the games, the MLS games well, in Nashville. So it's insane. Well, and it looks like San Diego is getting an MLS team here that they're going to play at Snapdragon. Okay, that's a different now, story. I would. I don't know how it works. It's just me being, right? I know it's not this simple, Dave. But I think, even though it's not for you and me, if you've paid attention and looked at what the loyal has built, yeah, with the fans that come out, they're a part of it, the fan club, the support, the bus trips that they go to different communities to support, that's really cool. Now, I don't know how much of that is from the ownership. I don't know how big a role Landon Donovan plays. Could be a combination. But I think a lot has to be said for the way this community got behind that team and supported it. I would hope those guys get an opportunity to be involved in the MLS because I know it's big money and they may not have that money to go and be able to play at that. But damn, man, that would just kind of suck if those guys have started to build a little bit 
and gone about it the right way, grassroots. And then all of a sudden, somebody else comes in with deeper pockets, right? And says, Business. hey, no, I got it. Yeah. I got it. But I appreciate what those guys have done, man. They started pretty much on the ground floor and have built. Now, again, I, it may not be for me, but I'm not going to spit on anybody who loves it. No, and, but I'm just telling you, my, I, I, same thing. Do whatever you want with your entertainment dollars. Yeah. It's not for me, though. I'm going to go drive the couple hours for sports played at his highest point. Uh, I love the Seals. I, I'm not a lacrosse guy. Never been. Never been. No, but I'll tell you but this. I've seen the games on TV, and I, I, lacrosse is not my thing. It's not my thing either, but but Mike Grace at the Seals, when we announced our 20th. Yeah, the great guys. They immediately were the first guys that said, hey, man, what can yeah. we do to help? And That's I'll awesome. always be loyal to those guys. I, so I, that is No fantastic. pun intended. But, but no, I like it. But do, do you ever say pun intended? No. Okay. I hope not. But I, I yeah, I went to one. And I had fun, but it's it's not. But there's a huge crowd that followed those guys. Yeah, so I think that's nothing, great. Nothing against them. Just like the Wave. That's fine. That's the, cool. People are selling out. People, More people are going to the Wave games and going to the Aztec football games. Yeah. And that's fine. Nothing, nothing. Nobody says, well, we're going to gauge what San Diego does with the soccers. Yeah. And then we'll determine whether or not we, you know, yeah. part B. Nothing that happens. Now, I will say this. The Sockers are building a new arena in Oceanside, right okay. on El Camino Real. Okay. And from everything you read, I've heard Craig talk about it a few times. Man, you are going to be right on top of the action. It's going to be much different than playing at Pachanga, which feels weird for me to say because I had a lot of fun years down there. But when they get going up in Oceanside, Oh, yeah, I definitely want to go see that. I want to see it because they're building this arena that's just going to be right for the action. But, um, and if the MLS comes down here, hell yeah, we'll check that out too and support those guys. It'd be great. But I, I, I don't think there's any, either side of the fence you're on, I think you're fine. Nobody's wrong. If you say. No, actually, I couldn't agree more with what you just said right there. Don't even want to gloss over that because. I always hate people that tell you where your fandom should be. Correct. It drives me nuts. I don't like it whether they tell you what teams you should and shouldn't follow. I'm just telling you what I do. Yeah. But if you tell me you're the biggest loyal fan in the world, fantastic. If yeah. you're going to tell tell someone you can't wear a fucking jersey, a Max Crosby jersey, if you're a Raider fan, dude, that, who are you? Right. Who are you to fucking judge anybody's fandom? Yeah. I When I, when I worked for the Soccers, we had, I mean, probably averaged 8,000, but, but when they played... In those championship games, man, those games were on ESPN yeah. live. It was not ESPN Plus. It was not ESPN Two, ESPN News. We were live on ESPN. And I was doing stats for Bob Carpenter and and uh, JP Della Camera guys. I mean, Bob Carpenter is now the voice of the Nationals, but JT JP Della Camera is one of the voices of the World Cup. Yeah, and um, Ty Keogh. And, I mean, they were coming in, man. It was packed. It was a huge thing. And when the Gulls were playing old school, like, in those days, and they had a little bit of star power, and they were tough as shit, dude, those games every night were averaging 9,000. Yeah. I mean, the thing that I wish, it's tough. Pete Seidler got it. Pete Seidler understood that if I give these guys somebody to watch, they're going to come out. 
And then he said, and I'm going to give you somebody else to watch. And then I'm going to give you five more people on top yeah. of that. I mean, I, I saw that clip of everybody going crazy for him. It gave me chills. It was beautiful because nobody deserves it more than him. Absolutely right. And I just wish he'd, I wish we'd had him as an owner for the football team. Yep. Because he connects with this town. And I think if a guy like Peter Seidler owned the Chargers, you would not have seen 70% of the people say, we're not going to give you any land and we're not going to give you any tax breaks and we're not going to give you any money because I think he would have connected with this community and something would have been figured out to keep the NFL. You wish all your owners were like Seidler. Yeah, I mean, like fuck, you and me. Even if, he was, <laughs> even if he owned the Clippers, you know what I'm uh, saying? Much, it would have been so much different. Yeah, I mean, I think that's part of it too. For people that have been here a while to get jaded because of what Donald Sterling did to this town, what Dean Spanos did to this town. Yeah, I get it. Yep. What what Jeff Morad, right, and Tom Warner yeah. did to this town. Man, true. It's, it's tough. No, absolutely. No, you're 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 absolutely right. It's it's true. Interesting to see what's what's going to happen again. Um, the Padres are setting the bar, and they're setting the bar extremely high for what I think sports fans in San Diego want. And they're finally getting what they deserve. But if you look big picture to extend this kind of success over the next five to eight years, right? Maybe even yeah. 10 years. You have to keep that in the back of your mind when you're looking at any of these long-term deals that you're talking about signing, even when it's somebody as beloved as Manny. I couldn't agree more. Again, I love Manny. Don't get caught in paying him for what he already did. He already, yeah. he already earned that paycheck. You're paying him for what he's going to do. As they show a clip of Albert Pujols. Yeah. <laughs> right? No, I mean, Pujols hit his seven. But, I mean, the Angels cut him. Yeah. And he was great for the Dodgers. And he was, yeah. and he was great for the Cardinals last year. 25, he could have signed a contract this year. Yeah, $25 million, Yeah. And the Angels walked away. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to do that. It, it, it was uh, disrespectful to the player. The fan base, and then and kudos to to Pujols that he comes out and performed at that level and walked away on top. Yeah, I think he finished what seven hundred three home runs. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, it was it was it was crazy. Hey, I want to mention Brian Curry? Brian Curry again is the guy you need to talk to if you're thinking about selling your home. You want to get the most for your house. It's Brian. So many people are talking right now, Jeff. If you didn't notice, the interest rate has dropped a little bit, and all of a sudden, people are back in the game. So right now, if you're in that situation where you're going, man, I was ready to buy a house, but the interest rates went up and you realize people are back in the game, you need to call Brian Curry right now. I mean, like this week, you need to call Brian Curry. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. All right. Uh, so many places you can buy. But Dave, when I say the Mustangs, when I say the Mustangs as a team nickname, you tell me right now who's the first team you think of. Otay Ranch High School. God dang it. <laughs> I'm just going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you another chance. Okay, we'll go San Diego for you. San Diego's fine. I'll give you a third chance. This is your third and final <laughs> I chance. Have, I don't have another one. What am I missing? Everything. Okay. This was announced over the weekend. I couldn't be more excited, but clearly you were not paying attention. From the Twitter account of Mr. Dylan Curry, good friend of mine, recently okay. turned 18. I didn't after, see it. After talking with uh, Clyde Logan, who is a coach, I'm blessed to be given a PWO, we know a lot about those, right? Opportunity 
at Western New Mexico University. Nice. Home of the Mustangs. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, man, I tell you, that, look at that. Sweet logo. That is cool. So, uh, like Brian. Colors. Like it. Look at that campus. Yep. Like, wow. But that, to me, that was one of the coolest things I saw. That is awesome. I don't know how I missed that. Damn it. So, uh, congratulations to Dylan. Absolutely. Now, I'm not going to go out and buy any gear right now because he's a PWO. He should have been given a four-year ride. I'm a little disappointed in uh, Clyde Logan that he didn't get that deal done. I mean, Clyde, you got 3,100 followers. Maybe I'm going to direct message this guy right now. Hey, Clyde, what the fuck? I think you go ahead right to Clyde. What the fuck? Why don't you write to the Poway head coach and go, hey, what the fuck? Why, yeah. why don't you let him show the arm off? Yeah. No kidding. We're running the fucking wishbone up there. Jesus Christ. Judd Bushler is not walking through that door. That's what happened to Josh when he was in Alabama. Yeah, they Lane did that. Kiffin pulled everybody's high school uh, highlights. Yeah. And Josh was in the room with you know, Jalen Hurts and yeah. like three other guys who are USA Player of the Year. And they're all running these complicated West Coast offenses. Yeah. Fucking Josh's high school is running the wing tee. And he's yeah. like, what? Lane Kiffin's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and Josh got to throw like 15 times a game. Yeah, and they're right. like, Jesus Christ. Everyone in the room's looking at Josh. What the fuck? Well, I how don't did you call make it plays. this room? Yeah. It's like, how did you make it? He goes, look at these passes. Fucking Lane Kiffin fucking called him out for everybody. Ripped him? Yeah. It's like, dude, I, yeah, and it wasn't designed in the offense, coach. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Well, if Coach Logan, who I trust, uh, is going get it, to get it figured out down there, but congratulations to my main man, Dylan Curry. Awesome. Really we'll, happy for him. We'll have uh, live coverage each night on JP25 Media. <laughs> uh, Dave will do play-by-play. Hey. I got a guy who do sidelines. Those Mustangs get their pants dirty. You know he's gonna say they're a good ball club. Good ball club. Don't let don't let the defensive ends pull your pants up to your nipples. Oh no. Uh but yeah, congratulations. I'll tell you more about Brian selling you homes on when am I back here? Wednesday. Wednesday. Don't forget about Taylor May pools. Now's the time to talk about getting that brand new pool. It's cold right now, but if you look at the weather, it's getting up to the high seventies yeah. this week. It's changing. Just like we talked about, the weather's always good. I don't need to convince him what the weather's like in San Diego. You know, TaylorMade pools, though, nobody does a better job than Alan Taylor. New construction on commercial and residential, full remodels on commercial and residential. Ask about available financing. Again, TaylorMade pools, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Okay, I'm saying Friday night, I was out late. About 11 o'clock, it would have been perfect for that TaylorMade pool. About twelve forty, I probably yeah. would have wished we had the grotto because <laughs> it got a little chilly. Uh, here's the other thing: none of you have paid attention to. Yeah. That's why you pay your five dollars a month on Patreon, so I can sit here and hold you by your stubby little raccoon hands and walk you into the truth zone. You paying attention at night when you're driving around, Dave? Did you notice at five forty-five at night it's still light out? You notice that a little bit? You know what? You're right. Now, of course, I'm right. I was I coaching just said I was baseball right. and got home right after six o'clock because I look. I, we always leave when it's dark. And you know what that means? Spring is coming. Yep. Right? A lot of people getting ready. They're loading up equipment, taking it down to Peoria. That means, as Dave just said, the days are getting longer, getting a little warmer. We are up in Temecula yesterday. It was great. Were you? Perfect, man. Weather was great. You guys go to another winery? Uh, we did. Yeah, I took them. They were 15. Just got them hammered. And then we did that for a little bit, and then we went to the tequila. What the fuck? What happened to you? 
Who hurt you? You know what? It would have been your second dumbest decision of the weekend. No, that's so true. <laughs> it absolutely, yeah. It would not have been number one. I guarantee you that. You're exactly right. I cannot argue with that. Um, but yeah, what about a perfect tailor-made pool? And Saturday night, they were at uh, the movies. Yeah. Their buddy had a birthday, invited everybody to the movies, and I walked in. Son of a gun. There was the... 880 for Brady or whatever that yeah, eight for Brady. Eight, no, it was, it was 80 for Brady. 80 it? for Brady. Okay. And I sent that picture out on Instagram to our pal, Katie temple. Cause she knows the yeah. story. I was yeah. telling her I the like other day. Cut out Lily Tomlin. Yeah. I cut her out. Good. But I just said, Hey temple, all four of these you're walking. <laughs> and so uh, you call me. <laughs> she didn't even yell. She just goes, I understand. We'll reschedule. <laughs> She goes, how old are they? I go, ah, they're all in their 80s. Rita Moreno's 91. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I, right now, I'd be like, Dave, you got to tell people yeah. about Dan and Flubes. I got to go. I just got that text. Joe Power's a kid compared to those girls. Joe Power is. He's like uh, Harry Styles next to those girls. <laughs> I tell you what, they're all a bunch of little alley cats, too. Oh, I'd be, I'd be in for it. Yes. I'd be in for a, t- I'd be in for a tussle. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to hear us chasing around yeah. some bebop, as Rick Flair used to say. Hey, you over there with your big mouth and your training bra. You're like, what? You're on TV, Flair? Get it together. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the worst Ric Flair promo ever? No, let's hear it. Came out. You can find it on YouTube. Okay. And he comes out and he looks at a, a girl across the way. And he points right at her. This is at TBS. Remember when they were on TBS Studios? Yeah, I do. And he said, hey, sweetie, no woman in the world wants to be called fatso. So sweatso, (laughs) sit there and keep your mouth shut until Dusty Rhodes comes out here, then leave with him. Okay, now, tomorrow (laughs) night. And I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) What did she just say? That girl told her friends, we got tickets. We're going out to wrestling. We're going to see the Rock and Roll Express. Oh, my gosh. There's Ric Flair. Who's he pointing at? Who is he? What? <laughs> when Grant told us to watch that Harry Carey video. Oh, yeah. Oh, I my God. It. Is that hilarious? That's the funniest damn thing I've seen. We watched one the other day. Um, <laughs> it was almost as bad. I'll, yeah. I'll, that was almost. <laughs> yeah. When uh, Jimmy Pierce saw Whoa, we still on the air? Yeah, Butch Weidinger. Oh, my God. My uh, my boyhood hero. But anyways, if you want TaylorMade pool, any one of the 80 for Brady ladies, you know, that's a cash special. You know how that went? The guy in the dugout told Harry in his ear. Right. And he just went on the microphone and but said it. this was when he was with the White Sox. Yeah. This yeah. was not like when he'd fallen off no. and he was with the Cubs. No. They, um, Steve Stone told a story the oh, other day fuck. that was pretty great oh my about gosh. Harry and how Harry got everything. Oh, there's a Steve Stone clip and he's talking about, um, that there was a girl that was a producer yep. for WGN TV and every day she would come in and Harry would say to her, go get me a root beer. Yeah, And she said, Harry, I've told you 25 times, we don't have root beer here. And so Steve Stone said to her, just bring him a Diet Pepsi. 
his taste buds are thrash. He'll, he'll never know the difference. He said Harry, he told this story that Harry never would go to the bathroom. No matter how yeah. long the games went, he would never go to the bathroom. And all of a sudden he comes back and he's screaming because he got his Costa caught in his zipper. Yeah, yeah. And it's this whole story about the girls coming in and Harry can't get loose. And Stone's like, you better figure something out because here she comes with your root beer, buddy. <laughs> and, uh, Tom Brenneman, Tom Brenneman told me that, that Steve Stone was so funny and that Harry Carey was in on it. They would always do because Harry would do uh, one, two, three yeah. on WGN. Yeah. And then Tom would come over and do four, five, six. Harry'd go over and do three innings of radio with Ronnie Santo. And so Tom would come over and he's this young dude. I mean, he's like 27, you know, son of Marty Brenneman. You're yeah. doing Cubs games nationally. And he said Stone and Harry would like just fuck with him, turn the heater on under his seat all the time and just do all these kind of things. But there's so many great clips of Ron Santos, Stone, Carey, and Tommy just laughing on oh, yeah. the air, man. He loved those guys. Do you remember when Harry Carey gave up alcohol? Remember? And uh -huh. he was on with Roy Firestone. Yeah. And Roy Firestone, straight-faced. I mean, uh, Harry says to Roy Firestone, straight-faced. Anyone who tells you can have just as good a time not drinking as drinking's lying to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just said, I fucking hate not drinking. Have you, you went to, when are you going back to Chicago? Are you going back there? No plans to go back this year. I love Chicago. I, yeah. Chicago was a huge shock to me and how great it was. It's great, right? Great city. The architecture is unbelievable. And no joke, anyone who's from Chicago is going to hear this and go, well, yeah, we know. The women in Chicago oh. are beautiful. Yeah. Like out, the women in New York are not beautiful. <laughs> the women in Chicago are beautiful. Oh, yeah. They're they're legit. That's why I we had hoped to do something for our 25th anniversary. I don't, I don't know that it's going to happen because I have to be in Chicago. I think I'm there from the 23rd through the 30th. And then I'm back for like a day, and then I have to go to Indianapolis oh, for Gen Con. So I'm gone to like the. But you're going from Chicago here back to Indianapolis. I don't know. You're right there. Yeah, I may just go from. I'd, I'd have, but I'd have like three days in yeah. Indianapolis between shows. So I don't know if um, I don't know yet what the plan is. But best the, uh, Indianapolis is known for the best hospitality and best steak restaurants. I don't know if that's true. The guy, I, the I guy know. we do the Bolt City podcast with, he, yeah. he literally yells that at us. He gets so pissed if we even question that. A buddy of mine who I honestly trust. <laughs> no offense to Mario, I trust Mario. Mario too. listens to the show. He's going to hear me Mario. say that. But a buddy of mine, Mario, that that I worked with and was, I uh, used to live in Indianapolis and has traveled a lot. Actually, lives in the Bay now, and he told me that it's insane. The yeah. rest, I mean, steaks in New York, yeah. steaks in Chicago, right? Yeah. I mean, you can go, but the restaurants in Indianapolis, I don't know if they're number one, but my buddy said they're unbelievable. Yeah. So anyways, That's I just, so uh, unfortunately, the 25th anniversary may just be going to get beers at the Chico Club one night. All right, we got to figure it out because we have people that are trying to come into town. For Lisa it. Ann. So Lisa Ann wants to know what's the date. She's figuring out her whole calendar. Right. Well, it might be tomorrow. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, it'd be great to have her out. Yeah. I just don't. I just yeah. don't know that it's going to be a big thing with the band and do anything like that. It may just be twenty people hanging out. We go uh, twenty five <laughs> and go hang out. But um, so I know on these couches in here. Yeah, I mean, Tad Ryan and, and Disappointing Joseph were great. Those guys immediately signed up. It's just that whole, it, 
August 1st just falls at like the toughest time of the year for me because I'm gone for like eight days, always right then. And then I got to, like I said, either come back or go right to Indy. So we'll see. It's not so much finding the date. It was trying to do all the logistics of what we did the last time, which is if we're trying to raise money for charity and find items, all of that shit came together in the last three days, and I'm going to be in Chicago at that time. So we'll we, see. Uh, I got a crazy story the other day. Remember, I was telling you I was at Bubs by the ballpark. Yeah, love that place. A, a buddy of mine, a bunch of guys were already there. It was a it was a bachelor party. It was just part of the deal where they ate. Okay, and uh, everybody started drinking like at 11:30 in the morning. So everybody's tanked by the time I walk in there. And one of my friends who's, who's married, you know, yeah. he's uh, he he's sitting there buying drinks for pe- shots for just people in the bar. People doesn't even know. Yeah. Two attractive women, 24 years old. He's oh, shots for these girls right here. And he's buying them shots. And the, one of the girls says, where's your wife? I see your ring. And he says, oh, my wife is smoking hot. She's been out of town for 10 days. Love my wife, but man, she's beautiful. And then she says to him, you're so-and-so. She says his name to him. Hmm. And he goes, how do you know my name? She goes, because I work with your wife. And, oh. and I, he looked at me and he goes, dude, you see what just fucking happened? And I go, yeah. I go, you fucking hit a home run. That could have gone really fucking bad. Right. And he goes, you damn right. I fucking hit a home yeah. run. And he looked at me and I just said, dude, literally that was a, a coin flip of she could have ruined your fucking marriage by going into work on Monday. Or right. she could go into work on Monday and saying you were married to the greatest guy on the planet. Oh, that's cool. And he and literally we were driving home and he's in the backseat, barely could sit up. Ah. And, he, and it's all he's talking about. Dude, yeah. I fucking did it. I did it. He'll still find and a way. To fuck it up. He'll fuck it up. <laughs> but I was like, the girl knew. And I was like, oh, God dang, that's dude. nice. Because you know guys, they get a little yeah. bit of attention next thing you know. Not saying they forget they're married, but yeah, yeah they're getting attention from a young girl. Yeah. It's like, Holy She's shit. She's in ICU. Holy shit. Dude. Yeah, she's suffering right now from polio. <laughs> I work with your wife, Hope. Yeah. All right. Hey, want to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams is another guy excited about spring training getting going. Dan's a huge baseball fan like so many of you. But Dan, most importantly, his job is to get you out of debt. And he wants to help you be out of debt. Make sure you give Dan a call. He can also help you get in uh, touch as far as figuring out how to get out of the rental market and buying your first home. He's working with Brian Curry as well. 858 688 Six eight one three eight five eight six eight eight six eight one three. All right, Dave. Tell me which one of these things was the dumbest thing I did. We were here last Wednesday. Did I tell you yes. this about my wallet? Did I tell this no. on the show? I don't think so. So uh, I think this was last Thursday. Okay. So last Thursday, I go get gas, and have you ever gone to the pump? You put your card in, card comes out. You start pumping gas. You're kind of sitting there, and all of a sudden, you look, and nothing has triggered. Yeah, about that. Yeah. So I'm looking, and uh, like, what the fuck, right? <laughs> fuck is going on here? But it's me, the pump, yeah, and then where the the card, right? Like the hose, the nozzle, got it, is between me and there. So I go and I grab my wallet, and I'm kind of like twisted around. And so I repay, I do everything else. I put my wallet down and I start pumping the gas and uh, get everything down. My phone rings. I start talking with Jack. I drive away and I realize I left my wallet on top of my car. Oh, I think he left the pump connected to the car. No, God, I'm not that dumb. It's happened in front of mine, yeah. So I'm like, oh, shit. 
So I'm on Sycamore over in Vista. And now I'm like 10 minutes down the road. And it's 4.30 on Thursday. And uh, I go, oh, fuck. So I circle back. I come back. Nobody in the gas station saw my wallet. Nothing's happened. So I'm like, God damn it. So I go back to work. Call Cap One, cancel my card. Call Wells Fargo, cancel my card. What are you most freaked out about in there? You worried about the driver's license doing the DMV thing? Yeah, I mean, I I only... What's funny is, yeah. That's what bothered me the most. I didn't have... I rarely ever have cash. There's so many days. But for that day, I had 60 bucks cash in there. uh, Because I was buying squares for our Super Bowl pool at work. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like credit card, debit card, the whole thing. So I get everything canceled. And about a half hour later, I get a call from AAA. And AAA calls me. And they go, hey, man, we got a guy who just called us and he found your wallet. Wow. I talked to this dude. I think his name was Justin. He had to be in his mid-20s. And he said, I saw your wallet in the middle of Sycamore. And he goes, I literally ran through traffic because I would want somebody to do that that for me. And he goes, everything's intact. And so I gave him the 60 cash. Did you take it? Yeah, he was great. And he said, uh, I go, where are you, man? I'll come to you. He goes, I'm in Escondido doing work for my grandmother. I said, dude, tell your grandmother what you did, man. She's going to be incredibly proud of you. She should be. And I said, I wish I had more. I go, you saved me such a headache. But the funny thing is, I got to wait till like tomorrow to get a new bank card and a new credit card. So you have to go to the bank and actually get cash out. And when you go get, you're trying to figure out how much you need for the weekend. And all of a sudden, Dave, it was so weird because... I'll have everything tomorrow, but like Saturday night, knowing that um, the banks closed on Sunday, we had like 40 bucks. Yeah. And all of a sudden it feels like you're right back on a budget. Yeah. And it was that really weird feeling of, well, can I afford this? Yeah. And you're like, oh man, oh man. I don't, uh, cause we've all been there. And I, I bet some of you might be in that situation right now where you're just looking for, little things and you're like well i have the money i just don't have the money yeah and so that's why borrow smart repay smart is so incredibly uh meaningful to me because yeah i said it to jack and kate and their mom i'm like be incredibly thankful that for today we're not in that situation and and dan if you are uh dan can help you get out of it you know it's funny this weekend i had um, I got a call that someone had stolen my credit card. My, oh, and this happened to me. This happened to me probably about four times now, where I've gone to the gas station and they have the skimmer. Yeah. And oh they, yeah. They stole my my JetBlue card. Okay, so they're buying shit all over the place with my JetBlue card. Okay. And I'm like, fuck, you know, now nah, the whole deal. Cut up the card. Of course, right. everything's covered. But you're just like, fuck, man. But this has happened to me in Arizona three times. And you're doing the same thing you're doing, going, what, how, first of all, I'm going, how do I get fucking home? Right. And, and you're going, I realized that what I was doing was I had the Target card. I don't know if you have a Target card. Yeah. And I would go into Target and you could pay it, pull out a maximum of 40 bucks. Oh. And every time I went into Target, just pulling cash out. Oh, wow. But I was able to afford gas to get home. But I'm like, fuck, yeah. man, this sucks. So she said to me, the lady on the phone's going, look, this is what you want to do. You want to go into the place, give them your card, say, 
you know, $100 on pump, whatever. Oh, okay. Dude, that's the old days. Like, I don't want right. to do that because yeah. your, your tank's never 100% filled up. You never want to say, give me 100 but you only needed, you know, $89. Yeah. It just, it's a hassle. I mean, it's nothing like paying at the pump. Well, and remember I told you yeah. that it all started because it didn't click the first yeah. time through. So I get back <clears throat> and I log into my Capital One account to cancel it. And I see 200 bucks shelf station. Oh, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Somebody tried to take. But I'm like, wait, there's got to be a pin. Yeah. Anything else. And so I called cap one. I go, fuck, man, I didn't I didn't just spend there. Somebody's trying to steal from me. And she said, oh, no, you're fine. She goes, did you have a transaction that didn't work? I said, yeah, right before that. She goes, well, I don't know why Shell would do that. But she said it's a two hundred dollar hold on the first one. She goes, that'll just drop off. But yeah, that's where I thought, yeah. I thought, holy shit, I haven't had my wallet for 10 minutes and somebody, somebody tried to take 200 bucks cash out. But um, no, thankfully, Wells Fargo was great. Cap One was great. Got everything taken care of. And and thank you to that young man in uh, yeah, no Escondido, man. Pretty Honesty cool. pays off. Yeah, it was cool. Pretty cool. Hey, I want to mention Kyle Fluger. Look, if you're in the process of building a brand new website or fixing the one that you have, Kyle Fluger is the guy you want to talk to. Again, he is easy to get in touch with 619-500-6621 619-500-6621 yeah e-commerce is so important because it is one of those things dave where you talk about going out and and using your credit card but if you are accepting credit cards on your website is it protected are your customers protected to make sure their stuff isn't getting stolen if you're not 100 percent sure Give Kyle a call and he can help to make sure that your business is protected and your customers are as well. All right, here we go. We're going to go, how old are they and how much they're worth? We're going yesterday's date, February 5th, because we're supposed to do the show yesterday. All right. All right, so this one's no longer with us, but it's Hank Aaron. Oh, man. Hank Aaron, 84? 89. Would have been 89 years old. Died in 2021. Uh, $60 million. $25 million for Hank. Should have been more. Should have been more. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, this one... Uh, 36, 38. Okay. Uh, 600 million, 500 million. Pretty close. Okay. Here we go. Shocking. Another big time soccer started born the same day. Neymar. I don't know who that is. You don't know that one. They're, okay. So three, ma- three major ones, right? Messi, Neymar and, and Cristiano Ronaldo. Well, the guy from, uh, the French yeah, team was ridiculous. Now he's the guy. Dude. Yeah, he's the guy. Wow. But uh, so I wouldn't have any idea. Okay. 31, he's worth $200 million. Wow. And okay. the last one you'll know Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown's the man. Uh, I'm going to say Bobby Brown is 54. Exactly right. And I'm going to say, say 2 million. Exactly right. Hey, how about that? that? I don't know who Neymar is, but you know everything about Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown's supposed to take our girl Katie Mosier, see new edition, Keith Sweat, <laughs> later this year. <laughs> Did you see the Pam Anderson thing? Did you watch it on Netflix? I did watch part of it. I, I didn't see it all the way to the end, but she was pretty She was pretty likable, huh? How about the idea that she said that when she uses that credit card, she was like just hoping it worked, like no money. How recently was that? that? Sounded like it wasn't that long ago. You know, she's what living with her parents back in Canada. She never got an agent. She's like, I, I got it figured out. She never, like everything that was resurfaced from Playboy, everything, videos, yeah. pictures, she never got paid again. She only got paid once. Yet they use her likeness all the time. Baywatch, all over the world, fucking got paid once. Oh my god! She just couldn't be worse at money and management and hiring the right people. Yeah, she's good at finding guys, right? Five times she's been married. 
that right? Yeah. She did this whole thing with like no makeup on. I don't know why she yeah, went that no, route. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why she went that route. But you know, nobody talks about it. It's her one kid knocked the fuck out of Tommy Lee. Oh, yeah. That wasn't on there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he produced it. But yeah. Remember a couple of years yeah. ago? Yeah. Tommy Lee got drunk and the kid one punched him? Yeah. They Good probably, night. yeah, they probably. What's their relationship like with their dad? It's supposed to be great. She said, she said, it's how about great. his new wife? It's what uh, she said. He's very happy. She said, though, that he's the one that she's always that was true love. I didn't realize she put him in jail for six months. I didn't know that. Either. Yeah, he he physically abused her, too. Stern said uh, Tommy. Tommy's got a uh, only fans. Does he really? Tommy's, dude, how funny is Tommy? He's a mess, dude. He's a mess. Dude, that guy is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right, here we go. Five random questions. Okay. What's the weirdest food combination people eat that you just can't get behind? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, that's a good one. Hang on. I got to think about that. Oh, I got to think about that. That's, you said you weren't a pineapple and pizza guy. Well, no, I know. But that that's, I mean, go to Hawaii. They have it on everything, right? Yeah. Um. Oh, man. I know. I think anything you put cheese whiz on. <laughs> cheese whiz is disgusting. Right. What do you got for Dude, that? Chicken and waffles. Yeah, chicken and waffles is a good call. I don't get that. I don't get that one at all. And people go, it's delicious. I'm like, dude, I can't get behind it. I've been to Roscoe's. I'm just like, what the fuck are we doing right now? Because you're not even getting like, um, you're yep. not even getting the white meat chicken, right? Like if you're getting like, like if they gave you a Chick-fil-A chicken breast. Yeah. And the waffle. No, but it's, it's like always a, like a leg. It's, it's always like a drumstick. There's always bones in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's not my thing. No, that's no. a good call, Dave. I, I agree with you on that. All right. Um, did you ever have a childhood nickname? Um, it was mostly just because my, my, uh, my teachers could never pronounce my last name. So it was nothing. It's been JD since I was okay. just a kid. What go. about for you? Never did. Thank God. I was wanted one, but now that I'm older, I'm glad I didn't. But the funny thing was there was an equipment guy. This was great. There was an equipment guy. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to think of this dude's name. Will Moselle and, uh, and Griffin are laughing right now. Ben. I swear I think his name was Ben Tubbs. And I haven't thought of this guy in 100 years. But we would be in line to get our jerseys. <laughs> and my buddy uh, Cheech was right by me. And... You know, you go to get your jerseys, and Cheech yeah. was playing JV, and I, it was my freshman year. And there's like 40 guys, of like, oh, just the worst. You're just trying to blend in and not that'd be a headache. And I go to get my jersey, and this fucking guy yells, and I literally heard about until the day Cheech died, every time I'd see him. Because there's nothing worse than having, a, having this happen and then having your buddy behind you. And this guy, Ben, was like, he was like 70 or 80 years old. He was about five foot one. And I go to get my jersey. Well, hello there, daughter squatter. What the hell did he call him that? <laughs> Why did he call him that? <laughs> they called me. Oh. Well, hello there, daughter squatter. And I go, what? Until the fucking day that asshole died. Hey, what's up, Cheech? Well, hello there, daughter. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I'm but uh, thankfully, that only held with my asshole friend who's no longer with us. Oh, God. I was like, oh, I'm so dead. I'm so dead. Fuck. Fuck, Ben. Jerk. 15. Leave me alone. 
But uh, thankfully, that was all I had. <laughs> but I just, it makes me laugh because I was just yeah. like, it's so loud. It was like 40 people. I had nowhere to go. I just fucking had to listen to it. Dude, one of my, my favorite stories we have is a group of friends that all grew up together is uh, my buddy Matt, who, who the one from Ohio, boxing yeah. fan, used to call the show. And he, he had like reddish hair and he hated the fact his hair was red. You know, uh, people tease him all the time, you know? Yeah. And he just fucking hated it. We'd have, Dude, it's not that red. It kind of looks brown. We'd tell him all the time, try to make him feel good. Sure. And he's, <laughs> and he's on the golf course in LA. I can't think of which golf course. It's over there by Griffith Park. Okay. And his dad's out with a couple friends and he goes, come with us. He's like 10 years old. Oh, no. And he goes, you can drive the golf cart. And he's like, all right, I'll go. And his okay. dad's playing. He's not playing, obviously. And he goes, like, a motorcycle gang <laughs> drives up yeah. on the side, and they all stop their motorcycles. And guy takes his helmet off, looks over at my buddy Matt, and he just goes, nice red hair, asshole. And he said, everyone at the motorcycle gang started laughing. Fucking drove, drove, <laughs> drove off. And he's like, he told us the story, and did we fucking every time it's, <laughs> when it's his birthday, yeah. happy birthday, That's Red. It. Dude, there's nothing fucking, worse. That guy's been red ever since, dude. That's yeah. it. I, I mean, we call him Annie. We fucking goof on that fucker. Anyone who has dude, red hair, there's nothing. I mean, poor Matt. Yeah. He just shared it. My life just ended because that <laughs> asshole Cheech was right behind me in the line, and we just laughed. Oh, fuck, man. We laughed about that. Yeah. I think literally he was in chemo and going through cancer treatments. And I'd walk in. Hey, what's going on with you, Dodger Squad? I was like, all right. Fuck. Into the ground. We're going to put you in the ground in two weeks. Leave me alone. But fuck, I hadn't thought about that. That was so funny because, yeah, you literally were like, ah, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> all right, here we go. Do you secretly bring home, bring home stuff from a hotel room? Um, yes, but it's not, it's not for me. So if I go, because a lot of times my kids and I, like when Jack and I are going to WrestleMania, yeah. we're staying at the Biltmore. Yeah. So if you stay, where I stay in Toronto is really nice. We always stay at cool places in Toronto where we stay in Chicago is really good. Um, usually like when Jack and I go to spring training, or when Kate and I go for LAFC, we just find some place to crash out, free park and free breakfast, and we'll go, right? Could be a red roof in. Um, but but if we're somewhere like the Biltmore, been a couple of places that Jack and I have stayed that have been, uh, and Kate was there too, that we've stayed that's pretty cool. I'll bring the shampoos home for their mom because she loves those. Yeah, I used to, uh, I used to bring the back the shampoos, lotions, whatever. Then I realized I never use them. Like I have, I just threw I was a saying, of, yeah, I give it to her. A ton of it, I just threw away out of my bathroom. Like, what am I doing? Like, but, I never use this shit. Yeah, they are kind of those. Sometimes when you go, I don't, I won't have to travel as much this year. But um, what I did was, you'd get new ones on Sunday, and especially if you knew like your next place wasn't going to be that great, yeah, uh, you throw it in your travel bag. Because then at least you go, all right, well, for a couple of days, wherever I end up, at least I'm ready to go for the next time. My dad used to always pull this line when we check out of hotels. I fucking hated it. It was, he'd always check out and go, man, those towels are really fluffy. I could barely close my suitcase. Oh, God. Come on, Lou. And it'd go, what? And, you know, they would. Come on, <laughs> Lou. Come on. That one, and when you'd walk over to the cops and always say, how's yeah. it going? Are the bad guys still yeah, winning? Come on, They never Lou. laughed at that one either. No. And I would go, oh, fuck. 
Fuck. Not today. <laughs> Not today. Okay. <laughs> Not today. All right, here we go. What do you usually do with your shopping cart when you're done with it? That's funny. I just had it the other day. Um, that was really funny because I went shopping for the week. Usually, it's not too bad. It's just for me. But shopping for them, um, dude, I, uh, I take it. Well, there's always just kind of, there's like 10 of them that are just kind of. Just around the parking lot. Yeah, because I loaded up. No, I mean, we don't we don't leave them in the middle. Okay, that's what I Because I always ask. feel bad for that Me kid too. that's got to go out there and, and hustle them. So, no, I mean, how far is the, the bullpen where you keep it? It's never more than 15 yards away, right? Did I literally always put it away? And there's Maybe nothing. it's a karma thing, man, but yeah. I always put it away. I never leave it next to my car where my car was. Right, because then, or you pull in and there's, you know, 10 cars and there's one spot open. You're like, oh, okay. And there's a cart there in the yeah, middle. Yeah. Like, ah, fuck. I don't want to be that guy. So, yeah. <laughs> usually run it back to the bullpen. All right. If, if you could only choose one pizza topping, what would you put on your pizza? Uh, well, right now, it would be uh, barbecued chicken. Is that right? Yeah. I got fuck, away from dude, pepperoni I, and sausage. God, what are you getting? Dude, I Mushroom? can't stand barbecue pizza. Dude, barbecue chicken pizza is good if you go to the right place. Where are you getting I just don't it? like barbecue chicken. I mean, I don't like any barbecue sauce on my on my pizza. It's funny. There's a pizza commercial. I know. That, those guys actually, without promoting them, yeah. they actually did pretty good. We got one the other night. I just oh, got yeah. away from uh, pepperoni and sausage. That was always it for me. So is just, that because of the gallbladder? Yeah. Oh, really? But I'll tell you this. Yeah. Larry Thomas. Shout out to Larry Thomas. I'm walking around with like eleven dollars cash that's gotta last me till tomorrow afternoon when I can get to Wells Fargo. First time since July tonight yeah. I hit uh Tommy's Did you go? on Good. the way down. Good. With Larry Thomas's gift card. Nice. It was great. Not one of the it was yeah. weird though, because I was like, Well, what's this gonna be like? I hadn't had a burger since July. Yeah, you feel okay? Feel fine. Good. Yeah, but not like it wasn't it was just fine. Yeah. It wasn't anything like, oh, I got to go back tomorrow or the day after or anything yeah. like that. But Larry Thomas, man, thank you. That was great. I was like, hey, what I'm doing tonight? Because nobody told me not to do it. I just elected to stop doing it. Yeah. So oh, I got you. I yeah. Got you. It wasn't nobody's doctor said have anything you want whenever you want. Yeah. But um, but it's weird. It's weird, Dave. We got. um we were just talking about pizza. Yeah. And usually I'll get, like, my kids will go, and I'll get, like, barbecue chicken. It's fine. But we went for lunch last week, and I got pepperoni. Had not had a slice of pepperoni pizza in who knows when. But I was like, all right, fine. It was the only thing they had available. And it was all of us on our team. And I had one, and I could feel it no later way. on, like, in my rib. Well, it was really weird. Like, it just felt like... um it just felt like if somebody took your knuckle and just kind of gave you a one-timer, like when you were a kid. Yeah. Like when you were a kid, <laughs> you'd walk great. by and... That's great. You know what I mean? Though, like when you're... In, yeah, that's no fun. Goofing around. No, but I I, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like I was... But I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. That's really crazy. And I was like, all right. So I told yeah. Jack and Kate, I'm like, yeah, no pepperoni for that, me. No, <laughs> no I, because that was fine. But yeah. it, it, it told you, yeah, don't do any of that. When so. I was a kid, man, it was the only thing we ever got was pepperoni pizza. All the time, right? Nowadays, man, literally I'll get pizza, I'll take the pepperoni, I'll just flip it to the dog. I, you know oh, what I really? mean? really? Yeah. What but do you get now? You know, that guy, if if you say you and I are ordering a pizza, are there a group of people in here say, let's yeah. order pizza? I said, you guys get whatever you want on it. I'll eat anything. 
But hang on, I mushroom? think you can't get. Oh yeah, I'll put mushrooms on it. Is that right? Yeah, Not me. But I I can't. Um, I, I won't. I won't sit. Basically, if you put pizza and the sauce is good, and you can't put enough cheese or sauce on there, yeah, that's why I like Chicago style pizza. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. Um, but yeah, I'll eat it with anything. I, I but I'm not. I'm not. I don't like barbecue sauce on it though. That is my one. I won't do. Oh, that's it. funny. You got to go somewhere where they do it pretty well. It, I, say I was used to have it all the time. Remember? No, I never got it. Yeah, I didn't get it until this shit all kicked in. <laughs> and then. Every now and then you go, but we don't, I mean, I don't get pizza that much, but yeah. when we do, that's what I get. But yeah, those dudes actually that we just yeah. saw, really good. There you go. All right. Yeah. So we'll be back on Wednesday, correct? Yeah, we'll come back. We'll see you uh, Wednesday night. All right. Good deal. Back to the door, I laugh so hard.